BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out Five Reasons YouTube before floor, an hour before every Heat game. Might want to catch the next one. Post up 5R as soon as the Heat game ends. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. You get all of our content. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out for the latest takeaways from Brady Hawk and others without a paywall and check out the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network. This is an appropriate sponsor for tonight. Our friend, Michael, we're going to be calling him here in the middle of the night. If, you, if, if you've got a disaster, listen to that in the background, you got to reach water cleanup of Florida. If you're, sorry. We're all punch drunk here at this game. This was ugly. Uh, if you're dealing with water mold or fire damage, you got to find a reputable fully licensed insured and certified contractor. Should I just keep going? We're just going to keep going tonight. That's it. Water Clean of Florida is here for 20, here for you 24 hours a day. 60 years of combined experience. Michael Robert and their team prepared to handle any size disaster. Water Clean of Florida, also a licensed building contractors. They provide the A to Z service and one-stop shopping. The busy homeowners and business owners require no need to bring in other contractors. They'll make the cleanup and insurance claim process painless and hassle-free for you. They'll handle it all for you. So call Michael on his personal cell at 954 954- Five seven nine zero three five six. That's nine five four five seven nine zero three five six. Water cleanup of Florida. Check them out. Watercleanupflorida.com. If you've got the schmutz, they got the guts. Unlike the heat. I'm glad somebody does tonight. And now tonight's episode. Down to Biscay. Yay. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Already, this only back on five on the floor. I'm actually sitting here between Greg Sylvander, who attended his first heat game here in this building since 2011, 10, 
picked quite the game to come to. And Alex Toledo here on my left. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. Tonight's floor plan. We're going to try to go through a little bit of this disaster tonight and then project forward. We'll do more of the projection tomorrow. But in this game, the Miami Heat lose 93 to 80. They had quarters of 19, 23, 16, and 22. They didn't crack 24 points in a single quarter tonight. Here's another stat for you. Over the past two games, Jimmy Butler, Max Struess, and Kyle Lowry have combined to make eight out of 60 shots. I'm going to repeat that. Jimmy Butler, Max Struess, and Kyle Lowry have combined to make eight out of 60 shots. Struess and Lowry have combined to make one shot over the past two games. That was Lowry in the last game. Struess and Lowry tonight, 0 of 15 from the floor. Kyle Lowry's stat line tonight, 25 minutes, no points, 0 of 6 from the floor, including 0 of 5 from 3, no free throw attempts, one rebound, no assists, no steals, five fouls, three turnovers. Arguably one of the worst stat lines in Miami Heat playoff history. Uh, Jimmy Butler tonight, four of 18 from the floor, 13 points, six rebounds, four assists. It's clear he's not right with a knee. We're going to talk about that as we go forward. Bam Adebayo had 18 and 10 tonight. Most of them kind of late when things were over with. Gabe Vincent was probably the Heat's best player tonight. Had 15 points on six of 12 shooting. And Duncan Robinson had 11 points on three of 10 from three. All right, Greg, I'm going to I'm going to turn this over to you for this reason, because we've got that moving chairs in the background. Literally, the walls are collapsing here. OK, and we just we came out of the press conferences and, you know, I, I'm laughing in part because actually my question kind of made Eric Spolster laugh, which I guess I was the only one to do that today because I asked him, are the heat pressing? I mean, particularly Lowry and Struess, are, are they pressing? And he said, no, we're getting kind of the looks we want. I like the process and all that. And then he literally, after doing this for like a minute, looked down at the stat sheet, said, looked at the three-point shooting and said, yeah, that's not good. So Eric Smalls just trying to sell people on the fact that they can go into Boston, they can win. We just got to get this back here on May 29th. Let's make a memory and all of that stuff. Give me a reason with what you saw tonight with Jimmy Butler can't turn the corner. Kyle Lowry looks 85 years old right now. I don't know if it's the hamstring. I'm not sure what it is. Bam Adebayo was not consistently aggressive. Struess has regressed significantly over the past couple of games. Depot was completely out of rhythm. Give me a reason they can win on Friday night. Well, if we use tonight's game, there is no reason that they can win game six. But I think that there's other games in this series we can look back to. Uh, particularly game three as maybe a blueprint to get back in this. But to your point, Jimmy and Kyle don't look right. And this has a lot to do with um, that. When they don't look right, you, the margin for error just completely shrinks and you're going to need the shooter. So for me, like game six, I hate to go back to this, but if Jimmy and Kyle can't produce and, and create offense and get to the line and do the things that they normally do, I'm really like Kyle, we've kind of all came to terms with what he's doing statistically, but Jimmy, they need him to be Jimmy to get through this series. And if not, they're going to need better shooting. I have to be honest, the way Spolstra reacted in the post-game presser, it's like he lives for these down three twos going on the road. He was, um, he chuckled at the three-point percentage and laughed about it in a very human way that I didn't expect. 
And then he, you know, he mentioned we get to go up there and try to make a memory against a great crowd, which I know could be playing into the, the drama a little bit. But to that point, like this is a team that has responded. They haven't responded recently. But to me, um, I think that if you get game six, game seven on your home floor changes everything. So it's just about getting that one. And this is where I'll close. And I mentioned this on Twitter and I just can't get away from it. We have to acknowledge it. You watch film from Jimmy Butler in game one and two, and you watch Jimmy Butler tonight. He's not the same player. So whatever, make that an excuse. They're not making an excuse for it. Jimmy wouldn't take the bait. Kyle wouldn't take the bait. Spo damn sure wasn't taking the bait. But Jimmy doesn't look like himself. There's no doubt. And that's the issue here because we talk about making a memory. They made a memory in Boston in 2012 in a game six, down 3-2 in a series. But they had prime healthy LeBron. This team has a guy who looks like he's headed for surgery about a week after the season ends. We're going to get one of those press releases. We've been talking about this, that that knee probably needs surgery, but it really acted up. And, you know, I don't know if Peyton Pritchard turned this series with that situation and that video that the league decided not to do anything about, but Jimmy does not look like anything like the same guy. Uh, he can't turn the corner. That That's clear. He's not attacking. He's not aggressive. Uh, the Heat, the Heat didn't have a free throw tonight for the first 18 minutes of the game. And I'm not really sure it was bad officiating. They were letting both teams play. Boston only had six to that point, Alex. They just, they weren't getting any. And then, you know, the other part, and Jimmy always talks about this, that the offense bleeds into the defense. And he talked about it again tonight. We didn't shoot well, and then we didn't defend as well. But I mean, look, the Celtics scored 93 points. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? This isn't 1997. I mean, they scored 93 points and I mean, the heat were seven of 45 from three. I'm just going to go through these analysis. I'm going to turn it over to you. Here are the three point shooting numbers tonight. Jimmy Butler, one of five, PJ Tucker, one of five, Max Struess, O of seven, Kyle Lowry, O of five, Gabe Vincent, who I, I thought was the best player on the floor for the heat. One of seven, Victor Oladipo, O of three, two of them didn't hit anything, just nothing. Okay. Kyle had one of his threes that turned into a pass. Okay. It wasn't supposed to be a pass. Duncan Robinson came in, played 28 minutes tonight. Who expected that to happen? He was three of 10. He looked better on some of them. Caleb was one of three. Seven of 45 from three while they attempted 14 free throws for the entire game. They were 23 of 49 from two, which is not great, but not awful. But I'm just looking at this and I'm saying, okay, we keep saying this is going to normalize. But... Greg's to Greg's point, if they don't have anybody who can trigger the offense to create the kind of looks that they want, which will then lead to the confidence, they're not going anywhere. And Jimmy can't trigger it right now. Kyle's incapable of getting by anybody right now. And you don't have Tyler, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. I mean, what uh, I mean, this idea of just, well, they'll shoot better. It just doesn't look like it's something that's going to happen. Yeah, that's the whole thing, right? That's kind of the chicken or the egg with this series because we kind of came into this series and actually this whole playoffs where the, the blueprint for the Heat getting the number one seed was not only a team offense, right? A team-oriented offense where it, it wasn't Jimmy having to carry everything, but it was a lot of, you know, other guys coming in and playing their part, other guys hitting their shots. Like you guys have been talking about, they were elite from number one. Let me, let me be clear, number one all season, from three-point percentage, and it's been below 32% all playoffs. And more than that, I think more importantly than that, that I, you know, I brought this up on other pods already since we started going over this series, the Celtics have done an, an incredible job, I think, 
being the team to force their game plan, forcing the Heat into shots that they don't necessarily want to take. And I think that they think they can make. And, and you know, um, Spo and the team were all saying tonight that they thought they got a lot of good looks. And they got less of those in-between mid-range looks tonight than they did another series where that was the, you know, the majority of the shots that were being taken in other games were more mid-range than threes and uh, at the rim. That was actually not the case tonight. They got a lot more threes up than they did mid-range and at the rim. And it looked like they were trying to, you know, actually uh, balance out the, the the shot profile there. The problem is they went 8 of 25 in the in-between range, in the mid-range, 7 of 45 from three, right? So it's the fact that you're taking more threes, still making the same total. You're taking a similar amount of mid-range shots, and you're taking, I mean, you're shooting 31% from in-between range and 15% from three. That is almost all your offense right there because you're not getting as many shots at the rim. Jimmy is not getting anything. He just doesn't look like himself. And Kyle is not able to be that drop killer. So you end up coming into the series worried about the Celtics switch heavy defense. And all of a sudden, they've got three of their bigs dropping back a, a, a scheme that the Heat have been taking advantage of not only this season, for three seasons now, and they were not able to do that. Their guys were not able to hit enough jump, jump shots, hit enough of the in-between shots to make the Celtics pay for dropping like they have in the past. This is a remarkable stat, too, and then we're going to pivot ahead to the hero situation, and then we'll have a little conversation about the future because we're going to be talking a lot about the future after game six, potentially. But this is remarkable. The Heat had 24 second-half, second-chance points tonight. Boston had four. In what game have you ever seen one team have 20 more second-chance points than the other team and essentially get blown out. Yeah, Miami had 23 more field goal attempts than 23 more field goal attempts than the Celtics, and they made three fewer field goals. <laughs> it's, it's, I've been laughing because it's literally about Miami had 19 offensive rebounds. PJ and Bam had six offensive rebounds each. As a team, the Celtics had six offensive rebounds. And then somehow Jason Tatum, who was awful early in this game, ended up with 22, 12, and 9. This is one of the strangest box scores I've ever seen because literally the Heat looked like the worst shooting team in the history of basketball tonight. And we keep saying that's going to change. That's going to fix itself. But it's not like you can even point to one narrative. You could say, okay, Max Struess is overmatched at this point. He's a two-way guy that they maximized this season and all the rest of this. Fine. Okay. Maybe you can make that argument for him. And then you look at Kyle Lowry who is a six-time All-Star who's going to the Hall of Fame, most likely, not based on tonight, okay, but most likely. And Kyle Lowry, okay, has, 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 is averaging six points and five assists in the playoffs. And, and, and I, I came out and, and I said before the game, this has to be a Kyle Lowry game. I went over Kyle Lowry on prize picks. Use the code 5, F-I-V. You get your initial deposit matched up to $100. But don't use my picks because I said Kyle's number was 10. He missed it by 10. <laughs> okay. I, I don't. So, so it's not like you can. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game. I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, 
had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Say, okay, this is guys being overwhelmed by the moment. Kyle Lowry is a champion. So in the, in the case of Lowry, you know, the, we're going to have some conversations here as we go forward because they got two more years left on this contract. And I hope right now it's the hamstring because if it's not the hamstring, that's problematic. Okay. And I give him credit for standing up there today and taking it and saying, I need to play better. Just like I give Jimmy credit for not blaming it on the knee um, with Jimmy. It's clearly because we've seen the results from Jimmy. So with Jimmy, it is clearly health right now. There's no question with Kyle. I'm not sure. I, and, and I think that's the issue. All right. I did mention prizepicks.com. Use the code five. I want to mention our betting partner, betteredge.com backslash five reasons. If you had the heat plus 14, you won tonight. And that's the great thing about better edge is because you don't have to play the line that they get the sports books. You can play, you can play the line that you and your friends decide. Okay. And it's really cool that way. So go to better edge, B E T T O R edge.com backslash five reasons. They'll give you $20 to play. This is social peer to peer betting. This is not the offshore stuff. You don't have to worry about whether or not you're going to get paid. If it's going to arrive in some envelope in the middle of the night. No. Okay. This is based here in the United States. It's betteredge.com. Again, B E T T O R edge.com backslash five reasons. And again, the advantage to it, and that's the number five reasons. The advantage to it is that you and the others on this uh, particular product set the lines. And again, you can make more money if you want to sort of take a different kind of line. Or again, if you want to get better odds, maybe you'll take in a little less, but there's a lot of different ways to play it. So go to betteredge.com backslash five reasons. Uh, let's talk about Tyler Hero here for a second, because we had reported that, you know, this was mostly pain tolerance that he can get shot up before the game, but the shot may not last the entire game. Spolstra uh, basically made it sound during before the game that they made the decision for him. Looked like he, you know, that he wanted to play. Um, he was at the game tonight. He was on the bench. He looked like he was dressed like to spend the day at the Delano. He had the shades and the whole thing. Uh, I don't know if he'll try to push himself to play in game six. We, one of the, one of the, one of the weird things about this is that he has not had a great postseason run but it feels like they desperately need him, it, it, which is a weird paradox. Like, cause we've said he, he's been in terms of plus minus pretty much the worst regular worst rotation player. But then there were times tonight that you're like, wow, they could really use Tyler at his best or even Tyler at his regular season averages would have made a huge difference tonight with Jimmy struggling with Kyle, unable to do anything and with Vic inefficient. Um, but you don't have him. Do you think he tries to push through in game six? Because to me, if he pushes through in game six, you start Gabe. You start Gabe and you don't play Kyle and you just, you just, you give Kyle a couple more days, which again, we kind of thought before was what was going to happen. And you just bring Vic off the bench with Tyler and try to create some punch that way. What do you think happens here? I think Tyler likely gives it a shot um, just because the stakes are so, so high and they have, they're so banged up that I just think they're going to need as many bodies. Um, Spo talked in the, in post game about how ignitable this team is. And Tyler hero is one of those guys. I know that the playoffs have not 
um, played out that way, but we'd be lying if you said that from an offensive perspective, if there's a guy that can get hot and get you 30, Tyler's one of those guys. So I would expect him to try to give it a go. But again, like, I think we really need to, and we're going to talk a lot about this in future episodes, no doubt. Kyle, Bam, and Jimmy are being paid the lion's share of the percentage of the salary cap. So at some point, when you look at Kyle Lowry and towards the end of the season, when he talked about the real season, and then we get into these games, and I know that he's dealing with the hamstring, et cetera, um, at some point, I think that they're going to have to have a, and this goes back to the health thing. And I'm, this is speculation at this point, but it may not be speculation for long, a couple text messages away. Um, I think they're going to ask Kyle to get in way better shape going in the next season. I don't see that there's going to be a situation where they're going to be able to manage his minutes and keep him healthy. If he doesn't also commit to, um, getting in better shape again, that's speculation on my part, but you wait, you see the way that the kind of the air went out of the balloon to finish this season. I just don't think that they can plan appropriately without having him in world-class shape. And that was one of my surprises this season when, you know, we have Mark Jones on our podcast and he's talking about Jimmy Butler's, you know, first weigh in with Pat Riley and the, Riley did the weigh in with him. You know, got on there and said whatever it was 170 pounds or 180 pounds. And Jimmy, you know, basically took it, you know, stripped down and took, you know, everything out of his pockets and everything to make sure he made weight. And he was so nervous about it. It has been surprising to me that they didn't do. I don't know what the body fat situation was. And I don't know if that that's what's affecting him right now. I don't. Um, it could just be the hammy because there were times this year that Kyle carried them. And, and we talked about that when they didn't have Bam. Times they didn't have Jimmy, and he was playing out there with a bunch of the guys who were the minimum contracts. Kyle was leading that group. That guy tonight, like, just didn't look. I mean, it, basically, his entire offensive game tonight, and and it has been a little bit lately, is you know pick up his dribble at thirty feet, pass to someone, and point. That's it. There, there's not. It's not even. And we've and Brady's talked about this too, Alex. It's not even kind of you know, get in the paint, hit the floater. If you can't get all the way to the basket, there's just nothing that's going on right now. So I think it is a conversation we'll have, but let's close here because we're going to get in more into this, uh, you know, tomorrow and, and do a better job on this pod than we did tonight. But, but Tyler, it feels like, like in a lot of ways, his future with the franchise is at stake and he's in a terrible position here because he probably should not play in game six. Okay. Right. I mean, you're talking about a groin injury. He's got to get shot up to play said he hasn't been particularly effective to begin with, but I don't know that they can win without what he's providing right now with Jimmy like this. But if you're Tyler, you're kind of damned. If you do, you're damned. If you don't, if you don't play for an organization that kind of needs you right now, is that held against you? Okay. When you're looking for, you know, significant money or you're looking not to get traded, but if you do play and you play poorly, and we've seen that, we've seen guys, again, better and more important than, than Tyler Hero, even as important as he is to the Heat, who played when they shouldn't have played. I go back to Dwayne Wade in game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals in 2005, right? But Dwayne wasn't getting shipped out after that. Or, well, you know, so that's the difference. So, you know, Dwayne knew he was secure either way, but he played, and again, Stan played too, through him too much. What do you think? What do you think? If you're Tyler, what do you do? I mean, actually, that's a tough question. I, I really don't know. Like, I know that he wants to play. I know that Tyler loves to play basketball. He loves the game. And look, 
despite all the advanced data, right, all the advanced statistics for how much better the Heat have been without Tyler this playoffs, I'm not buying it. And I'm one who's been propagating that on here just as much. They need all their guys, especially right now with, you know, two of their three guys, uh, sorry, two of the three max guys being as banged up as they are. And look, not to start drumming up that whole quote-unquote excuse machine with them, but it's just never been more obvious, right? Like after game four, seeing Jimmy go four of 13, and then tonight four of 18, eight of 32 over two games. It's the complete opposite. And Leif said this earlier of what he was in the beginning of the series, what he's been for the whole playoffs. Like, then you talk about Kyle Lowry. Like, he's like, I appreciate what he does for the half-court offense, appreciate what he does on defense in transition. I said this last show. When the shots are not falling, there's only so much you're going to get from him, right? Like, he is not going to turn out to be this, the value player that you got last summer if he's not making shots. Like, he's still got to make some shots, right? And I get it, the hamstring, all of that, it's clearly a terrible injury. Like, the dude is putting up donuts, right? And I, and I don't believe that Kyle Lowry is somebody who necessarily folds under pressure. Like, I really do think he's built for these moments. So the injury is a big deal, and I think all of that is to say – I don't know what Tyler should do because it feels like the responsible thing to do is not play. Like you've got this max ex max extension coming up. I mean, you know, that's what he thinks, right? You know, for, if you're looking at it from his perspective, is it the best, is it the best idea to go out there and risk something else happening to you, you know, for this game where how much of a shot do you really have? And I was over there trying to find my guts at the end of the game. I still have something in me that tells me the heat are capable of doing this collectively the character of this team is capable of winning two games in a row. They, they did it 10 years ago. Obviously, this is a very, very different team, different guys. It feels like they have the character of guys collectively who can do it. But logically, what my brain is telling me after seeing Jimmy and Kyle do what they're doing is they don't have enough. That being said, they need Tyler. Like the shots that the Celtics are giving up in between and from three, like I said before, that's where Tyler exceeds. He's somebody who can make plays with the ball, even though that hasn't necessarily been a strong suit. They need all of those things if they're going to win two games in a row. The collective character of this group is why some certain guys are out there playing when they probably shouldn't be. I, I just think we've got to acknowledge that. I mean, that's, you know, again, I think it speaks to them. It speaks to what they've done this season. It speaks to a season in which they probably overachieved a little bit in general. But Jimmy Butler in the regular season would not be playing right now. Kyle Lowry in the regular season would not be playing right now. Tyler Hero in the regular season would not be looking to come back and play right now. I mean, that's where they're at. And so, you know, I think Tyler's going to try to give it a go. Honestly, I, that's just my hunch. I think the fact that they kind of left it open today and, and, and Spo said a couple more days rest gives me that sense that he's going to try to play. I, I would, if, if that's the case, again, I would start Gabe Vincent. Um, I would bring Tyler off the bench with Vic. And, and I would, I would just say with Kyle, this isn't working right now. And if you can survive game six and game seven, maybe you try it for a third time to bring him back in the finals somehow. Um, you know, again, I, I was, I was in Boston and we'll close here. You know, I was in Boston in 2012. I was, you know, I've, we talked to Norris about this on the, on the, on the podcast. Norris was here tonight, by the way, wearing all white, which Greg wasn't, but that's okay. Uh, and I remember sitting there scrolling through Twitter the night before game six in Boston and heat fans didn't think they had a chance. The season was over. Bosch was traded. Spolster was fired, all that stuff. And he didn't have a championship in his bag at that point either. Neither of them did LeBron or Spolster. And, and there, nobody thought that I was, I was scrolling through that they were going to win that game and they won that game. But again, they had LeBron James at the peak of his powers, 
the most focused he probably has ever been in a heat uniform. And he carried that team offensively with 45 of whatever their hundred points and the rest of them defended. I believe that Jimmy Butler could replicate something like that. If Jimmy Butler was Jimmy Butler, he is not Jimmy Butler right now. Okay. And I keep saying this, I think a week after the season, we're going to get a press release that he had a scope or he did something to his knee. Uh, it just has not been the same. And so I don't have a ton of confidence in it. Um, Eric Spolster has to say it that way. It sounded a little like uh, Pat Riley's one suit, you know, and all that kind of stuff. That's the way this organization operates. I get it. I respect it. I, I just, I just think that they've, they've hit a wall at the worst possible time here. And, and that's going to lead to some interesting conversations, you know, because you can say, okay, if they'd had Jimmy healthy, if they'd had Kyle healthy, but the reality is, can you ever anticipate that either of them will be healthy in the future? That's the problem with Kyle. I certainly don't think he can at his age. And with Jimmy, we've seen, you know, the body is starting to break down a little bit and it's natural. He's had to carry this group to, to such a large degree. Um, it's a, there's a lot of tough decisions that are gonna have to be made over the next two days and probably a lot more over the following three months. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. We'll have the coverage for you here on Friday. We'll do another more in-depth pod probably on Thursday night as we kind of look at some of the scenarios. We didn't really talk much about the Celtics tonight and what they did or didn't do because, and it's not to disrespect them. Um, I mean, Jalen had 25 and, uh, you know, Tatum, I said, you know, ended up with a big stat line and Horford, Al Horford's been a big factor. Uh, he really has. And also, uh, you know, so again was, was Robert Williams, I thought. And, you know, if the heat could just learn to pump fake once on one of those, uh, on one of those threes, that would, that would be helpful before he swats them in the, into the stands. But, um, you know, I, I think that we, we might have a situation where they hit the wall here and, but we'll see. We got, uh, we'll see what happens on Friday night and we'll see if we're back here on Sunday. All right. For Alex, for Greg, Greg will not cover another game for the next uh, 12 years. So he'll be back here in 2034. Another home. He has covered road games. Um, another, uh, another home game. I'm not going to game six. So you got a chance. Prizepicks.com. Use the code five. Betteredge.com backslash five reasons. Get $20 free to play there. That's peer-to-peer betting and water cleanup of Florida. Uh, We were going to put some other sponsors on here, but they'll probably get mad at me if I do. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network.